All right, you guys, welcome to a special series on the Love of Purple podcast. This is a six episode series, six for now. We'll see where this goes. <laughs> All about being authentically unleashed with my girl, Nicole Penner. Hello. Hello. Thank you for being here. I cannot wait to dive into this specific series. And you and I both, this is our wheelhouse, people pleasing, codependency, all that good stuff. And um, I know when you approached me about this, I was like, yes, let's do this. I've done solo kind of series on this, but having somebody else in this um, expertise field is beautiful for listeners. So, because I know that when somebody else shares their experience, that also enables somebody else to go, oh, now I understand, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's totally me. So you guys, we have six episodes coming for you. They're going to be dropping bi-weekly. And each episode is going to be geared around people pleasing. We're going to be raw. (laughs) We're going to be riffing. We're going to be, you know, taking (laughs) from what we know. Um, There'll be some backing in here of uh, research that we have done on it, but also just life experience. And I think that's personally where when somebody shares how they were and how they got through it, it, I'm like, okay, just tell me how they got through it. Like, don't (laughs) give me all the science behind it, which is great. And I know that lots of people need that. I'm also like, give me the tangible ways that this works. Right. So I'm excited to start this with you. This is exciting. I'm so excited. And I'm so happy to be here. And I'm glad that again, this worked out, we worked out and uh, a lot of listeners like our vibe. So I think that this is going to be really, really, really good for everyone. And you're right. Our experiences are what relates with other people. And I think even myself as a recovering people pleaser, it took me a while to figure this out. And it was through learning and uh, kind of observing other people that I went, hey, wait a second. Um, Because like you said before, the words, the phrase people pleasing, a lot of people are like, no, I'm not that. So I'm excited to dive into this so that people can be like, wait a second, maybe this is me and can relate with us and work work through it and become more shifting that focus inwards on themselves. Cause that's what we all deserve is to take care of ourselves. Absolutely. We love to take care of other people. <laughs> well, and that's, that's, so this first episode, you guys, listeners out there, the first episode is going to be all about what is people pleasing. Mm-hmm. What is the root of people pleasing? Why do we do it? The causes um, we're both just going to narrow in on that on what exactly is it? Because even for myself, I, and I've talked about this before, Nicole, and then you can share yours, but I, I didn't even know that was a thing, right? right? Like not until I got into the self-development world, did I even realize like, oh my gosh, I'm a, I didn't know that was a thing, a people pleaser, right? So it's not until you start having it explained that I was like, oh, that's totally me. But I wore it like a badge of honor. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I do <laughs> because my worth was found in helping other people. That's where I found the the satisfaction and the validation from other people. I was like, oh, good. I've helped everybody. Then that means I'm good. You know, so that's what we kind of want to break apart in this episode is what exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. And simplify it, too, because I think we complicate a lot of things and we need titles and categories and we all have to fit into these things. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, simply put, people pleasing is to please others. But what's overlooked is that. That's where the process, like the process of people pleasing is abandoning ourselves, neglecting ourselves, not practicing that self-care. And it's like, okay, so what are the effects of those things on you? Mm -hmm. Um, 
and recognizing that you matter and you're valuable and worthy, whether you please others or not. Yeah, 1000%. And, and I think too, like you can carry, you can take this when I, when I go here, you take it from here on this <laughs> area, but it's about the, it, there was a reason and there is a reason you did it and you've done it. And that's right. kind of what I want to, that's where the root will come. So myself, let's go there for a second. So for let's myself, I know we're going to share a little bit about our own and I want you to question me just so that if I miss something, people are like, what? Totally. When I was young, um, very young, like six, <laughs> um, is when I really noticed that when I look back, that's when I first started and it kept me safe. It kept me in a place of, um, keeping the peace and making sure that everything was okay because my life took a hard left turn. My dad, um, took me from my mom, like kidnapped me from my mom, me and my sister when I was six years old. And I never saw her again for 23 years. Oh that whole story, that whole thing is on my very first episode. And so I don't want to go into that a whole bunch on here, yeah. uh, but it's, it's when I started the making sure my dad was okay, making sure that everything I said and everything I did or didn't do everything that, um, I just made sure he was happy because he was my protector. He was my caretaker. He was the person that I loved and he was the person that I wanted to make sure was okay all the time. And my sister who was five at the time. And that just went on and on and on into my life. And what I did was um, in the self-development world and in the world of science, it's called fawning. So there's flight, yeah. fight or fawn. And fawn is another word for people pleasing, meaning you're a peacekeeper meaning mm -hmm. you'll do anything to not have conflict. You'll do anything to keep the peace and you'll say anything. You'll wear what needs to be worn. You will blend in just so that you are okay with the circumstances. And because of the, the trauma that I went through, I didn't want any more of that. And right. so what my mechanism was, was to make sure that everyone around me was okay. And if I could do anything in my power to do that, I would. And right. that meant making sure nobody was upset. So that meant never speaking up. That meant keeping quiet. That meant saying what I was supposed to say. That meant doing what I was supposed to do, being the good girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there it is, mm -hmm. right? Being that good yeah. girl, that good girl, you keep quiet. Good girl, you do what I say. Good girl, Krista, you wear this. Good girl, you do this. And that went on for years until I literally started doing the work on myself. And I was like, wait a second. I am making sure everyone else is okay, but I'm unhappy. Yeah. And so that's where the root started for me. And it probably started a bit before that, but that's my earliest kind of memory around that. And when I've done my own therapy, it's kind of like, that's when the, when the whole people making sure others were okay before yeah. myself. Yeah. And I like, I like what you said. I don't like that. This was your experience by any means, but just the, the phrase, keeping the peace, mm -hmm. keeping the peace. I relate with that so much, but just to, just to reflect back, if you don't mind, mm -hmm. I was just curious, you know, you're able to recognize that fawning experience. You're able to recognize kind of when things started for you because you've done the work, right? And that's our big thing is once you do the work, you're able to reflect back. Now, do you feel, and you're welcome to shut me down on this, but no, do this you is good. feel no. that <laughs> like back this. then when all of this was happening, that one, you were aware and two, were you going to bed at night just being like, I'm exhausted, I'm, I, I don't feel like I'm being taken care of. Do, did you ever have like a, a moment where you were like, 
these, this is not the role I'm supposed to be playing. In fact, my dad is supposed to be taking care of me. People are supposed to be taking care of me. And I, I love this. No, zero awareness around that. Zero. Mm -hmm. You're in survival mode. You're in doing whatever it is to just make sure that you're okay. He got remarried when I was 11. I had an amazing stepmom. He was a great dad. He just was in, he just played God there for a minute. He got control and he took us and it was, you know, I've worked Mm -hmm. through all that. No. And I think most of the time you're not aware of that until, and the next question of going, um, did I lay in bed at night? That wasn't until I got much older. And Mm -hmm. I would say, you know, probably in my late twenties, early thirties until I was laying in bed and that exact thing, what I, I started to have this, like, I can't believe I'm doing this for everybody else. And no one's doing this for me. I can't believe I'm saying yes to everybody and I'm not being reciprocated that bitter, but that lasted years, Nicole, like it wasn't like one morning I woke up and I'm like, Oh man, I'm so, it wasn't like that. It was years of me feeling this. It was because that was so ingrained in me to make sure everyone else was okay. And put me on the lower on the list, maybe not the bottom, but definitely lower on the list. And when I did take care of myself or I did go away for a massage or, you know, I did take myself to the mountains for the weekend. It was like, I was at the bottom of the, like, I had nothing left to give and I was Mm. mad and I was angry and I was bitter at my husband, at my kids, at people, you know, around me. So there was many, many years of feeling that before I did anything before I was like, okay, enough is enough. Right. It's almost, it's almost as if, um, it's almost as if we hope that people will see the behavior we're like all of that we're giving, like, could you just see this people pleasing behavior and help me get out of it? But it's not until we see it in ourselves. It's not until we make the decision and the choice to be like, okay, no more. Thank you for sharing that, Krista. That was, uh, I know that's deep stuff, but I I love it. I love it. Well, so and much. it's, it's, you touched on something right there and it was like, we hope they can read our minds. <laughs> yes. That is a, that is a flaw. And I will say this as a people pleaser, that is something we hope people can do Yep. because we expect them to read our minds. We're like, can they not see how tired I am? Can they not know that I am done? Sa- yep. No, sorry. Oh. They can't <laughs> because a, we don't like speaking up B. We don't like conflict. C, so all the, it's just a, it, little yeah yeah no and I think that with anything we all hope that like could you just please read my mind Mm -hmm. please but it's it's so much work on reflecting on ourselves inward on the behaviors because I always say everyone in my family and my friends are hearing this from me now put the responsibility back on them that includes yourself right Mm -hmm. what is it that I need what is it that I want what is it that I desire? You need to know those things in order mm-hmm. for you to be able to communicate it to your people for them to actually respect it and provide for you as well. Mm-hmm. Which I think as people pleasers, that cycle, we're not allowed to ask for things that we want. We're not allowed to ask for things that we need. And we're not, we're certainly not allowed to go for things that we desire. Right. And I'll there, let's go there for a second. How come you wouldn't? How come you wouldn't ask for something that you wanted? Or how come you wouldn't ask for something that you desired? I know where it is for me, but for mm-hmm. you, what was, what would come up for you that might help somebody out there going, yeah, I don't ask for help or I don't ask for what I need either. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, again, I can relate with you that it went on for years and it was a habit. It was very habitual for me mm-hmm. that it's like, I had a little voice in my head that was like, no girl, you deserve it. But it was so quiet. Mm-hmm. It was so quiet. And like the please others, take care of others, be the yes girl. You know, you're not valuable or worthy or enough mm-hmm. unless you do, 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 do. That was so loud. 
that was so loud. So, you know, it really truly comes down, Krista, to I didn't believe it for myself, mm. right? I didn't believe that I I was allowed to ask for my needs, mm. desires. Mm. Um, and if you don't believe it in yourself, if you don't believe that you're allowed to, you don't believe you're allowed to speak up, um, you're questioning when you, you know, are having a voice. If you don't have that belief that I'm worthy enough and valuable enough as I am right now to get the things I want, need, and desire, then, I mean, how do you even push forward? Right. And that's right. And that's something, as soon as you look up, what is people pleasing? If you look anywhere, if you do any research, anyway. on it, it's going to say, it's going to say low self-esteem, low self-worth yep. people please yeah. because of what, and years ago, if old Krista had looked at that, I'd been like, I don't even understand what that means. <laughs> like literally, I don't understand what that means. Mm -hmm. So, and I think for me, I wouldn't ask for what I, what I wanted, or I wouldn't say, cause I was scared of conflict and I was making, and I was scared of making other people uncomfortable because yes. I didn't want to have to deal with that emotion that they were, they were projecting. So say it was like, no, I can't come and help you move this weekend. Well, I didn't want that guilt trip, quote unquote, that they were going to mm -hmm. give me. I, maybe they were, maybe they weren't. I just thought I knew that they were going to do that instead of saying, you know, if I put up a boundary or if I said no to something, I was like, I do not want to deal with conflict. So no. I'm going to say yes and keep the peace. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And like you yeah. said, making them comfortable. Oh, totally. I know, totally. I know our listeners can't hear me, but I was like throwing my hands in the air there. Like, yes. yes. Why is making them comfortable more important than making you comfortable? Why are you valuing others so much and devaluing yourself so much? And it again, it comes down to yep. the years, the cycle, the people pleasing, it's that low self-esteem. It, it's engraved in us. When you're yeah. a people pleaser, you're just, it's a cycle. You're on a hamster wheel and it's, you're just going. Well, and, and even it's, though, it's our DNA, right? It's like, so yeah. it, it is, it's actually part of who we are. And that's why it can be so hard to break. That's why- Absolutely. You know, it's more than just a habit for some of us, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is a habit. Um, we get into that, you know, I think there's both in there, but for some of us that have, that have had trauma related around it. Um, mm -hmm. and this is where oftentimes it stems from traumatic uh, upbringing, a traumatic yes. early time in, in life. And it doesn't have to be massive. It can be a small T, you know, if you know anything about traumas, there's big T and little T, it can be a small thing. It can yeah. be, you know, left in the car while your parent runs in and gets something out of Seven Eleven, and you're yeah. left in the car and you're like, uh, I don't like that feeling. And boom, yeah. there's a traumatic experience for you. And you start doing everything to make sure everyone's okay, because you never want that feeling of being left in the car again, while your parent ran into Seven Eleven. hundred percent. 100%. So it can be something as simple as that, you know, and yeah. it doesn't have to be this huge thing. It's just, you know, or you start to, this is the other thing too. <clears throat> you can riff on this too. From such an early age, we are praised about doing good things. Yes. Yay. You're walking. Yay. You're crawling. Yay. You pulled yourself up. Yay. She just said, mom, he just said, daddy, whatever it is. So we're praised. So we learn early on that external validation. That feels really good. Yeah. That feels really, really good. Yeah. And so we continue that. Yeah. We continue that. If we're not taught, like, you know what? Do your own thing. Say no to things. If we're not taught boundaries, if we're not taught, take care of yourself, we're going to keep that because that feels good for us. Right. That external validation of like, good job, good job, good job, good job. I mean, I did it with my own kids. I've got two boys and I'm like, oh, 
damn it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I did it too much with them. I saw it. And it's what we yeah. do as parents it's, and as caretakers, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think too, it depends on what you were being praised for. Okay. Mm. And I'm just going to dive into something really quickly. I'm, uh, I, I'm, I have a huge family. And so six siblings, big old household, every one of us is good at certain things. Right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to compare myself to my, my, my brother here, but he was good at school. He was good at sports. He was good at everything. And I was showing up with participant ribbons. Right. Like, <laughs> Good job, Nicole. <laughs> and it's still great, right? It's yep. still great. But it's like, I knew I was good at feelings from mm. such a young age. I knew I was an empath at such a young age. I mean, mm. I didn't know the term. Yeah, yeah. But I knew that I was a comfortable person for a lot of people. And I knew I was good at doing those acts of service. I could mm -hmm. clean. I could cook if mm. I want. Like, So I feel like I gravitated so much to getting that good job, mm. Nicole, in other areas, not sports, definitely not school, <laughs> you know, yeah. like not the similar areas of my siblings. I was fighting for the validation from my family of like, but I cleaned the floors and the bathroom and I put all the dishes away and I did all the chores. And sometimes I'd even do the chores for my siblings because I'd get <laughs> double praise. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as much as it's like, you know, systematically that praise mm -hmm. point is, is kind of what we grew up with. It's like, and what were you being praised for? And mm -hmm. what at a young age did you recognize you were good at? And a lot mm -hmm. of us people pleasers are good at feelings and people pleasing often has a lot of empathy attached to it. Love that. A lot of empathy attached to it. So, so true. So mm -hmm. true, Nicole. And it's like, Oh, you nailed it. And because when I do my work with my clients, I look at, I look at what they are. A lot of them are massage therapists. There's nurses, um, yep. they're managers. They take care of other people all the time. Of course, that's what we do. Of we're course. nurturers, we're moms. Yeah. We, we take care of everybody else, you know, and it's, that's beautiful. That's exactly it. That's exactly mm -hmm. it. So it's, it's knowing that. And, and I think diving into this work as well, getting to understand yourself more yeah, is key. If you're wanting to break these, if this, if anything that Nicole and I are talking about on here and you're like, Oh my God, that's so <laughs> it's just, it, there's parts of it that is so beautiful too. Yes. And that's, that's, Hey, what did we say? Nicole, there was yep. something we said, we wanted to, we wanted <laughs> to say, gonna at say the beginning. Dang it, I was going to say, say, I was going to say, thank you for bringing that up because, what was it? um, Oh, it's like, there's, there's this beautiful, beautiful part of people pleasing. And it's yep. not that it's all bad and maybe it'll jog it. We had some quote that we were going to say, and we were like, oh, we got to say that at the beginning. And we totally, I, I wrote it down, but I only have positive nurturing. But positive nurturing. That's all I have. I'm like, great. I did a bullet point. That's not helping us. So but I did, I have people pleasing isn't all bad because what we did discuss is that you can still people please. It is a quality. It's a trait. It's a damn skill. Let me tell you that. Um, but you people please your people. And it's not about changing you mm -hmm. as a whole. Like I'm a people pleaser. I have to change everything about me because people pleasing is toxic. First of all, people pleasing is toxic to yourself. Mm -hmm. You're neglecting and abandoning yourself. Let's just say that outright. It's, it's not, it can be sometimes toxic to other people because it's not always warranted. I'm going to say that as well, but we're not the, this journey of recovering as a people pleaser. Isn't about changing you foundationally. You love you. Your people pleasing is beautiful. It's the people that take advantage of it. It's the people that, I'm going to say it, don't deserve your energy 
your effort, they're not valuing or appreciating you. Those, those areas is where we have to reconsider those people, those places, those things where your energy and your effort is not appreciated. So the people pleasing is beautiful, but people please your people. I love that. I love that. It's, and that's where I wanted to go was like, yep. if you were there somebody, yeah, there's somebody's listening to this and you're like, well, I like taking care of people. Absolutely. And you yes. always will. Cause I do. Yeah. I love 100%. nurturing. I love cooking meals for people. I love hosting party when I want to, and when it mm -hmm. suits me and when I'm fueled. Yeah. Right. And that's going to be a whole nother episode. So we're not oh, going to yes. go down that road, but <laughs> that is, that is something that's, you know, really becoming aware of that is that there is definite pluses to, you know, having that personality and that type of person that you are. So I did, um, I don't know if you've done Enneagram or human design or any, and I, the Enneagram is like, I'm a peacekeeper. So if anybody's listening and you've done your Enneagram, I'm a peacekeeper, which is nine Enneagram nine, which means I like peace. That is literally my makeup is I enjoy peace. Yeah. What I've learned through this whole thing is that I love peace within myself. Mm -hmm. And so I used to be like, I need peace out here. I need peace. And I do, I love, I don't like chaos. It drives me bonkers. And, you know, through the work, chaos seemed like, you know, peace for me. Cause it's how I grew up, but it really didn't. It was against everything. And so keeping the peace was people pleasing. Now that I'm like, oh, it's keeping the peace within myself. What does that look like for me? Because that is my makeup. That is how I was created was to have this peaceful inner. And I think a lot of, I think a lot of people pleasers are actually peacekeepers because we do like that. We like having, we like having, um, we like having peace within ourselves. Who doesn't first of all, Absolutely. Um, but there was this huge realization that I was like, Oh, I was too busy keeping everybody else peaceful, quote unquote, yeah. as I, as much as I could, I was trying to control that. And all along, it was just myself that I needed to do that with. And that was still taking care of people. And yeah. I love the way that you say people please, but people please your people mm -hmm. do it the way you want to do it, do it the way that works for you. Yeah. And that's going to come with a lot of work and a lot of different things in your own life of looking inward, oh right? So much. And so if much. you guys haven't heard um, the episode that Nicole and I did, I don't know, a month ago, anyways, go back and hear that one because I loved how you touched and I'm, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it like 72 times. I love how you touch on, we already know how to take care of others. Now it's time to take care of ourselves. We already know how to do all the things. The instruction manuals within yourself. It's yeah. right there. Now it's, it's just right turning there. it inward. And that's again, going to be another episode. So, yeah, but. I, I want to go back Krista, Cause I really loved, I wrote it okay. down. I really loved what you had said, you know, keeping, keeping the peace, keeping the peace, keeping the peace, you know, that's that whole avoid conflict, but then recognizing that it was keeping the peace within yourself. Mm. Can you just describe like what that looks like for you? Um, and just kind of summarize for our listeners, you know, is it, the solitude? Is it the time alone? Is it being only surrounded by the people that value you? What does that keeping the peace look like? And are you able to recognize when you're not feeling at peace or peaceful? Mm, yes, 100% now I can. Um, I, I would say, you know, the first thing that comes up for me is my self-care. 
And that's going to be a whole other episode that we're going to be doing on what that looks like for each of us. Mm -hmm. But the peace within myself is just when I've set up firm boundaries and I've nurtured myself and I've taken care of myself. And that is where I feel the most peace. It didn't start like that though. And that's, it didn't start like that. When you first begin this journey of awareness, which is exactly what this episode is about is just for you as listeners to become aware of anything that's being said here is like, oh crap, that's me. Perfect. That's it. That's all we want from you right now is Mm -hmm. just that awareness piece of going, okay. So now if I'm doing something that's not in alignment, meaning if something doesn't feel right for me, I can feel it in my gut. I can feel it in my shoulders. I can feel it in my headache. I can feel it. Sometimes my body will get sick. Sometimes I will actually like, something's not working. I'm not living peacefully. I'm not living something. When I say that, it means I've said yes to something that I should have said no to. I have not had the time by myself. As you mentioned, I have not had the, the, I do a lot of rituals. I do a lot of um, routines. Um, yeah. I do a lot of journaling. I do a lot of praying. I do a lot of meditating. I do a lot of walking. Those are all my things that I do. If I have not been doing those enough, I will feel discontent. I will feel upheaval within myself. I won't feel mm-hmm. at peace. So to answer that, um, and I feel it immediately um, when mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. I'm When oh, I yeah. say immediately, I mean within the day. I'll be like, yep. something's off. Something's right. off. Because you've um, done do the I, work on yourself. Right. Do I follow you, through with it all the time? No, because I'm still human. I'll still power through it. And I'm like, what is wrong? Why is this not working? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, breathe. Why is it yeah. working? Because you've said yes to far too many things, sister. Like, you know, it's having yeah. that self-talk, right? Yeah. Which is all like a part of the process. And again, we're going to go into deep diving about things, but it's the the work of recovering as a people pleaser, the work on yourself, period, whatever yeah. your journey oh, yeah. is, whatever totally. the growth, you know, it's, it's, just listen to yourself. It It's all within you. And that doesn't need to sound, you know, hocus pocus. It, it quite literally, you have you yeah, <laughs> and you've ignored yourself for far too long. So it's time to start listening. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like what I was saying earlier is um, to kind of wrap this up a little bit, but the, the, the roots and the causes and the symptoms of people pleasing. Okay. Let me, let me, let me ask you this is Um, what would be, what would, this might be, I didn't prepare you maybe for this one, but that's um, okay. Let's try. What would be some of the causes? Um, you know, what would be some of the, like, what would be some of the, what's the word I'm looking for? What would you say if someone's like, well, how do I know if I'm a people pleaser? How do I know if I'm doing something that, you know, is people pleasing? How do I know right. that? Yeah. And it's a great question because, and I think that <laughs> I've had this question with my clients before. I think the question of asking yourself that question yeah. is a big, is a big tell. And mm. how do I know if I'm a people pleaser? Something's already feeling wrong, mm-hmm. right? You're already mm. asking your, yourself, you're looking for the awareness within yourself. Like, boom, Love am it. I, am I people pleasing? It's like, well, does something feel wrong? Mm-hmm. you know um a lot of the times like if you say no to somebody is it coming with a lot of guilt mm-hmm. and again we'll dive into that later on in our series but if you're sitting there feeling super guilty about saying no to someone or you have something on your schedule and you really truly can't be there for somebody 
you're not making it up. You're not just trying to be, mm-hmm. you know, somebody that's difficult to deal with. You just really truly can't be there. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting there with yourself going, I feel so guilty because I can't help this person. I feel so guilty because I'm not going to be available. I think that is a point when you're like, holy cow. I'm quite possibly a people pleaser mm-hmm. <laughs> because I can't say no without mm-hmm. feeling confident that what I'm doing, I'm trying to get myself spinning around here in the circle. I, I, I truly just believe it's like, it's just that self-awareness. Yeah. I, I, I've sat with myself so often when I really couldn't help somebody and it was defeating for me mm. because I was that person. And this time I couldn't change my schedule to help this person. And I sat with guilt and shame and mm. they're going to hate me. They're not going to like who I am. They, they, they're going to be mad at me. Who cares? First of all, <laughs> um, second of all, that was, that was something for me where it was like, I'm people pleasing. I'm a people pleaser. That's my role for people. And I think that's, I love it. If you're asking yourself that question already, you probably are. Mm -hmm. And I think that happens a lot with a lot of things that were like, I wonder if I need therapy. If you're asking yourself that you probably do. (laughs) Right. Like, I wonder if that, that, you probably are, you know? Yeah. Do you think I I should leave this person? Yeah. There we are. Right there. Do you think I should leave them? Well, if you're asking yourself that you probably should, you know, like it's, 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 you're right. It's, it's so, so true. And this is something that will happen with my clients is sometimes they'll talk themselves through what happened at work. Okay. Mm. And then at the end, they're like, oh, I think I said I'd go in because I'm trying to please my boss. I'm like, boom, there it is. Perfect. You know, you're scared you might get fired or whatever it may be. Right. Like, so it's, there's always, there's always something if you, and here's the other thing. Again, probably should have mentioned this at the beginning. We all have it. A hundred percent of the human race has a little bit of people pleasing tendency. The difference with people pleasers that it's uh, not a very good trait for a lot of us is when we do neglect ourselves for the sake of other people, we make sure everybody else is okay at, and we abandon ourselves, mm-hmm. meaning we neglect what we need. We just put yeah. that, we, it doesn't matter. 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 We'll just keep taking care of everybody else. So everybody has it. Of course we like to please people. Of course, and I do still, I'm like, yeah. okay, I wonder if my family's okay with this. Wonder, you know, we have our people, as you mentioned before, it's like, choose your people. Yeah. I have my people that I go to and I talk about really important things. I'm like, I'm thinking of making this decision. What do you think? And mm-hmm. I get their feedback. Now I don't bank my decisions on what they've said anymore. I don't mm-hmm. do it because they say don't or do, but I take what they, especially the people I respect in my life. I take with the wise counsel is what I like to say. I take yes. that wise counsel and I go, ultimately it's up to me. I pray about it. I do what I need to do about it. Ultimately it's my decision. What feels good to me before yeah. as a people pleaser, it was like, what does everybody else think? I mean, I used to call my dad and ask him what color I should paint my walls. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad that you said that out loud because it's the morphing into what other people need, want, desire, whatever, whatever. Like I, I, I wouldn't even, I would Snapchat my girlfriends to be like, is this an okay outfit to wear? Absolutely. Now I'm like, I'm wearing whatever the hell I want. I, I, I don't, <laughs> no, are, oh, are we dressing? Well, how are we dressing? Are we dressing jeans? How are, are we, dressing? we dressing? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to just dress. I'm going to just Absolutely. dress however I want yeah. to dress. And yeah. it's, it's, I'm, I'm smiling. People can't see this, but I like, I almost giggled to myself, like, dude, so many years of just making decisions based off of what other people thought I should do. And I wonder yeah. if any of those people were like, bro, just make a decision. I, like hundred percent. 
100% whenever you want. Yep. Totally. Because I do think that people pleasing, and I did a, I don't know if I did a post or something about this. People pleasers can be annoying. I did a post about it. Oh my gosh. They can be annoying. And I'm like, oh no, I so saw how I was annoying. We're indecisive. You can be very, so you can't make a decision because you're basing it on what everybody else thinks. So you can't be decisive. Therefore you lack confidence. Therefore people look at you and go, she doesn't really have confidence. So uh, I love confident people. Confident people are decisive. Confident people don't care what other people think. And there's so much value in your self-confidence. And I didn't recognize that until I was on this journey. And I was always told that confidence is cocky and conceited. No, it's not. No, there's it's not. Difference. It's okay. There's it's okay difference. to be like, I'm good at this. Like right now I can tell you I'm a great, I am the best people pleaser outside of maybe you. We could, you know, comparably <laughs> be very much on the same. I'm the best people pleaser ever. But you would never hear me be like, I'm really good at baseball. Right. It's you know, you're down on yourself. You're your, your biggest bully. And then I hear people talk about how great they were. And I'm like, how can I be like you? Cause I know I, like I know. it's attractive. You should be able to compliment yourself. And I know we're getting into a tangent here, but that's, okay. you know, it's always good. You should be able to compliment yourself to the same way that you compliment others. I am my girlfriends, even some random people would tell me, tell you I'm the biggest hype team. I'm like the cheerleader. I, you're down on yourself. I got you. Send me a message. Let's go. I, I, from top to bottom can compliment you. And authentically, I'm not making things up. I'm not fake. Ask me to look at myself in the mirror. The very first time I did the work on myself and tell myself three things I liked, not Mm -hmm. even loved yet. Mm -hmm. What are three things you, things you like about yourself? I was like shaking. Yeah. What do you mean? I got to talk about how I like myself. Yeah. I, talk about how I like other people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because people, people pleasers, a don't know how to take a compliment. No. B don't know how to compliment ourselves because no. it's always been about other people. Yep. So that's something that I will do when I have women's events, we end it with a compliment session. And that's the oh. most awkward thing that women can do. It really yep. is. Yep. It's like the most awkward thing. They're like, Oh, I'm like, I know you have to just say thank you. Oh, a hundred, a hundred percent. You just have to say thank you. And it was hard for me. Now I own it and I love it. And, and I've learned the difference between, you know, there is, and, and you can tell the difference between cocky and confident. Absolutely. You can tell the difference between humble, you know, a humble brag, a humble, like, you know what? I'm actually really good at this. Yeah. It's how, it's how you say it. It's the tone. It's the confidence that you exude. It's the belief. Yeah. Cocky is you don't believe it yourself, but you're trying to prove it to other people. Yeah, that's that's lack of self confidence there. Yeah, it's right there. Evil. Your self esteem is is in the same. It's in the same little boat as us people pleasers. Hundred percent acting conceited and cocky. Yeah. You're trying to prove to others, and it, it's about yourself. Everything about this is yeah. about yourself. Yeah, and sometimes, I and I think so. Okay, wrapping this up. Ooh, yes, we, we like to do this. This is how oh, this is our thing. So this was episode one is all about what is people pleasing. We touched on a ton of things in there, the root of them, all the symptoms. And I'm sure we didn't even hit all of them, obviously, because there's a ginormous amount of people pleasers. Anything else you want to touch on before um, we wrap it up and before you say what the next one's going to be? Oh, I think, Krista, I think like this conversation was very good, very very authentic and unleashed. (laughs) Yes. All Um, over the place. Yeah. And I, 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 I think there's a lot, there's a spectrum of people pleasing Mm -hmm. and, you know, you really can't hit 
every root, every cause, every sign, every symptom of people pleasing, um, because everyone's story and journey looks a lot different. Mm -hmm. Um, the only thing I will say is just, just shifting the focus inward. If you're asking yourself these questions, if you're, if there's things that you're questioning, you know, I don't feel good in this room. I don't feel safe in this space. Um, I, I, I want to say no, and I'm feeling guilty. If these are things that you're questioning or you're thinking about, you know, dive into that people pleasing work and we can help you and I and, uh, coaching or not, whatever these podcasts, whatever, just follow us on social, do all of those things. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's very possible. It's very possible to recover from a people as people pleasers and start shifting the focus, um, inwards. And with that, introducing our number two episode, um, going into self-awareness, that observation phase, becoming mm-hmm. aware of the cost of people pleasing on your mental and emotional health. Yeah. I love it. It is. It's a big one, the self-awareness piece. And mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be one you don't want to miss because just the statement of the cost of people pleasing, which is what Krista uh, had shared with me last week. I don't think I ever really identified the cost of people pleasing very well anyways now i can um it's uh it's something that we we all need to to dive into i think absolutely and i think there's i had a question for you on this one but i'm saving it for our next session because okay. like, actually that one goes for the next one okay that great. Per- it's about the consequences right oh. and so i'm like that's it's huge and it's huge. yeah self you know and then we go on to self-forgiveness as the next one but yeah. I love it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love thank it. You. This was so good. This was so enlightening. And, um, you guys, if you have any questions, uh, like Nicole said, please come and follow us. I'm going to put both of our IG and TikTok handles down in the show notes. So absolutely head over there and you can find so much free content on what to do because awareness is the first step. Definitely. So go check that out and we will see you guys on episode. Well, we'll see you. We'll also like be here episode two in two weeks. So definitely. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you.